Hey, Kat, you ready to chat? Laura, are you talking about a church boy chat? Mm, amen. Hi. <laughs> this is a rough moment. Mm. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Church Boy Chat with Laura and Kat. I am Laura, and this is Kat. Hello. How are you? Um, which today we're talking about cue the sad music. Break up. Woo, got some personal connection to this one. And I have nothing. (laughs) No, I feel like that is such a lie of culture sometimes Mm. of saying that just because you haven't experienced certain elements of romantic things that you can't speak into them because I can say things I haven't experienced within romantic dating. I can speak to you just from watching my friends walk to you. I can be like, hey, I can't tell you what it feels like, but I can see, like, as an unbiased Mm -hmm. third party that's not in it, I can see these things happening. So, no, I think you can definitely speak to it. Yeah, I feel feel like I've experienced heartbreak. And I feel like I've I've experienced a very messy, um, unhealthy friendship breakup. Yeah. Is that? Does that? That doesn't count. It's not romantic, but... Friendship breakups are real. It was a thing. It happened. Anyway. Dear listeners, little relationship update. Your girl's single. <laughs> Which, for the record, it was a short relationship, but it wasn't as short as it may have seemed because we didn't, like, announce it right away. Right. Yeah, it was such a good experience, though, truly. Not in the way, like, mm-hmm. where you're really sad and you're like, it was a, it was a great experience, though. <laughs> <laughs> um, I really was grateful for... Knowing that can exist. I mean, you mm-hmm. you do. You believe it. You know that yeah. God has someone for you. Mm-hmm. Um, if you don't feel called to singleness long term, you believe that God has someone for you like that, that just loves the Lord. Yeah. And then everything else works as well. And so even though everything else didn't work, just getting to be with someone who loved the Lord and experienced mm. praying together and yeah. talking about faith together within relationship was so new for me. Mm-hmm. I hadn't had it like that before. Yeah. And I think in the past when I'd had religious discussions within a relationship it was like trying to spiritually lead the man and see if they were in a certain place with it that I wanted and felt really led in a lot of good ways at different points in the relationship so yeah I think it was a great experience do Mm -hmm. not regret to sum it up and it was the easiest breakup I've ever had Mm. and it was interesting Laura I'll tell Mm -hmm. you because I feel like sometimes breakups you like see the person and like you you have to get used to da 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 seeing right. them after breaking it off. But I feel like my boyfriends I like met or actually my last boyfriend, my ex boyfriend now, um, was through an app, which had like oh, never yeah. worked for me mm-hmm. before. But um I like was like, I'll try this mm-hmm. and we did. But all that to say, um previous ones, like we didn't have any like connection. Like we, yeah. I just met them randomly or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they're always the cleanest breakups. Yeah. Because For real. I literally had this moment mm-hmm. with um John was his gunner mm-hmm. where I was I had this thought of something I wanted to say, but I was like, no, because it was it was pretty much mutual. I did it, but it yeah. was like mutual. But anyways, I was like, no, I just I, I don't think I should say this. But he said something where he'd already kind of like joked around a little bit mm-hmm. and we were kind of like had a very light like tone. Yeah. And then he kind of said something like, oh, well, you know, maybe I'll see you on TV one day and I'll tell someone like, I used to date that girl. So he kind of set the tone, Laura. Okay. That we wouldn't be like. Yeah. Probably seeing each other a lot. Right. Like maybe ever again. Yeah. And so I used my line and he was hashtag here for it. I go, <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah. And like, man, if I don't like, if we don't see each other in this life, I'll see you in heaven. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Hey. And he loved it. It was yeah. great. Mm-hmm. And I just love that it happened. And I then had a great moment where I still haven't found them, but I could not find my AirPods anywhere. Mm. And I knew that I hadn't <laughs> taken them outside the house. Yeah. I've told you this. Mm-hmm. And, um. I was like, that is literally the only place they could be, mm-hmm. is that he maybe took them with his one time. Right. Because I always had his AirPods, and I literally re- rearranged my room after mm. I lost them, so I've gone through everything. Yeah. So the next day, I was like, basically, like, hey, we killed that breakup last night. <laughs> if you find a spare pair of AirPods, they're mine. So funny. If it were anything less, I would not be doing that. Oh, yeah. Like, he definitely has, like, my, like, cold... Like, my cute little, like, cold food bag and a couple of Tupperware. <laughs> I was, like, not trying not, to get that. No. But I was, like, oh, but the AirPods. Yeah, I was no. super cool about that. So, yeah. just. Did you ever find them? No. Oh, no. But, you know. R.I.P. AirPods. R.I.P. AirPods. Who needs AirPods? With the wires. Oh, yeah. Um, okay, I have a question. Hit me. With every breakup, is there a heartbreak in that? Or... Like, like you just you just spoke of a very what sounded like clean breakup. Was that also clean of any like sadness or heartbreak, or was there any type of like like mourning in that? Here's the interesting thing about my last relationship is that it kind of came in stages with the mm-hmm. breakup, where there was something that happened where we almost broke up. Yeah, and then like, a week or two past than we actually did. Mm-hmm. And I think after that first time, I already kind of mourned the, bre- right. the relationship because I thought we were going to break mm. up. And so it was the cleanest breakup in the sense, too, where I missed being in a relationship, which was great, but mm-hmm. I, like, was very, very confident that we weren't mm-hmm. right for each other. And so I was ready to date again. I was like, I got a taste of what that feels like being in, like, right. a Christian relationship. Mm-hmm. I'm ready. And turns out, so is he. So here's the yeah. thing, Lauren. I was housing for a friend, mm-hmm. and so I was by myself, and I was like, you know what? I'm really feeling ready. Like, it's COVID, so I'm not yeah. meeting anyone new. So I was like, I'm going to jump back on an app. Yeah. And I did for, like, two days. Mm-hmm. Saw a lot of people I knew. Yeah. <laughs> which is fair. <laughs> and um, then I saw him. Ah. So he's ready, too. There you go. And I had already, and it wasn't for that reason, but I'd already been, like, realizing I need to figure something out in my own life first before mm-hmm. I was, like, open to it anyway. So I right. got, like, right up, back off of it. Mm-hmm. But I think that everyone has a different t- timeline. Because mm-hmm. I don't think you should ever be dating, like, rebound dating. Because it's just right. not fair to the other yeah. person if you're not mm-hmm. ready to date yet. Yeah. Um, but if you are, I was, like, on paper this doesn't look great. Yeah. But I was ready. And I and I feel very confident that I think when people ask after a breakup, they're like, how mm-hmm. are you doing? And I'm like, pretty good. Actually. Yeah. And then I feel like every time you say it. Yeah. The other person's like, oh, okay. Like a little like. <laughs> sure. Yeah, well, let's You're see tomorrow. Strong. Yeah. You're being so strong right now, Kat. <laughs> no, 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 yeah. I think, I think that that's, um, I feel like there's like probably, I would say, like different um, experiences within breakup. And so sometimes it can be. Like, what you're experiencing, like, you had, you had seen it kind of coming. Mm. And it was something that, like, once it was there, you were like, this makes sense. You know, this is, you know, I saw it. I saw it coming. Right. Type of a thing. Um, And then I think that for some people, it could be out of the blue. Right. Have you ever experienced anything out of the blue? I've done it seemingly out of the blue Mm. and felt terrible. You, you you got them. Here's the thing. (laughs) 
<laughs> it was kind of long distance mm. and I felt badly because like I had started feeling that way, but I kind of needed to get clarity on one thing right. before I was going to like make the call if I could do it or not. Mm-hmm. And basically I told him, and I did not think he was expecting it. Mm. And I felt so badly, Laura. Aww. And I've recently been yeah. trying to get a lot better about being vulnerable in the moment. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes when I experience something that might be like a negative emotion, mm-hmm. what maybe some people might see as a negative emotion, right. even though they're not anger or sadness, mm-hmm. I've realized, I talked this out with someone recently, it was very helpful. I realized that I kind of had grown up with this belief, not necessarily from my parents, but I just had this idea that mm-hmm. when you're having that feeling, mm-hmm. you don't show it. Um, right. It's not conducive to the group or whatever, right. or the moment, and then you can experience later. Mm-hmm. And that's probably also coming from feeling like it's very vulnerable because you're right. like, if you're showing your cards of those types of emotions, yeah. you can get hurt. This is very deep self-work I've been mm. on a journey of. Journey. Because those are obviously yeah. lies and their strength and vulnerability. Right. We've talked about it a lot. Mm-hmm. So all that to say, there are many times in my life where I'm like, you can do it. Squeeze out just one tear. Right. You know deep down you're not an ice queen. <laughs> because you're like crying on the inside like you're very right. sad. It's defense. It's a defense it's mechanism. A defense. And what I do yeah. is I shut down and show no emotion. <clears throat> well, I can see you. I can see you as your personality being like this is I know what I know what's happening I know what I need to do and I'm gonna get it done and then and, I'll feel it later yeah and then I, it's, I'm it's not gonna be messy when I do it you know and it's kind of almost like business like mm-hmm. you're like all right this is what needs to be said this is said it's done all right goodbye and then you're like alone and then you can be like right you know like feel those emotions that's exactly what happened and in the moment I was like please like I I was really praying I could like show him like how much I cared mm. for him and that this was hard on me too but I could not cry and I felt like my voice just went emotionless mm. and I was like this is not great this is the it's opposite so interesting, yeah but I will never forget I felt like he just like his body went so still mm. and he just kind of shut down too mm. interesting but I really respected how he handled it because he like I kind of led up to it where I was like f- figuring out that aspect that I needed to figure out and then he kept being like well we can make it work da 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 and then when he's like, well, what are you saying? And I was like, I'm saying I don't think I can do this. Mm-hmm. Then he just kind of went still and, like, right. took it and accepted it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he forgot his Apple Watch, and then he had to come oh, back. Those Apple products, though, <laughs> man. They'll get you in a breakup. <laughs> Apple, sponsor us. <laughs> Apple products, the official product of breakups <laughs> and having to go back and making an awkward moment. <laughs> Ding. Yup. Yup. <laughs> So I think it's the best when it's mutual. So like my yeah. last um, relationship was very mutual, like I said, and like mm-hmm. it was just a really easy one. I yeah. think the previous one was harder. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I feel like I'd be an emotional mess um, the entire time, mm-hmm. <laughs> just because I'm an emotional wreck. Right. When it comes to stuff like that. I just, I don't like showing my emotions, but that makes it almost worse when I'm trying to, like, push them down. Because right. then it's like they bubble out, and then suddenly, like, I'm just like, <laughs> and then it's just, like, crying all right. at once. And, um, I, like, run away. I, like, do the dramatic run away, and I'm like, don't look at me, I'm crying. But it's literally, don't look at me, I'm right. crying. Like, don't run after me, I'm crying, I need to go cry right now. Because if I, if, because I, I can't cry around people, Ooh. it's so uncomfortable. But, um, but I do get very emotional about things. And, like, even with friends, like, if I know that I said something that could have hurt them, 
even if it was a joke, I literally hold on to it and I'm like, I feel so bad. And I'm like, I like when I go revisit it later and it's like they're not thinking about it and I'm like, I'm so sorry. You're right. About the thing that I said. And like, and it is one thing. I had a, I have a very good friend who is also very like uh, like kind of like emotional and sensitive about things. And so it would be a thing where I would say something and then they would, I wouldn't, re I thought it was okay to say that. And then um, they, they would be really hurt by it. And then later I would find out and then I would feel terrible. But then I didn't want to like rehash the situation over and over again. But I'm like, it needs to be addressed. I need to go talk to you. <laughs> I'm so sorry about saying that you had hobbit feet. Like something, something. <laughs> like it's not even a real thing. I just made that up. <laughs> I'm like trying to guess who it is. I'm like, I've seen their feet. Maybe. <laughs> it's just like something that you don't think would be a sensitive thing. But then it is for that person. And you're like... Yeah. <gasps> You know, I just, I'm distraught. Right. And I need to, like, go fix those things. So I feel like in a breakup, like, past the breakup, I'd be that annoying person that'd be like, are you okay? <laughs> and it would be bad. So. No, I think that's really fair, though, because it shows, like, you do care about them. Yeah. You know? Mm -hmm. And I feel like, I'm curious your take on this, because mm -hmm. I've seen friends walk through it, and then I have a firm belief in myself and my right. own experiences, that you need space after a breakup. Mm. Like, whenever I have friends... Because I've, I've never done the you stay friends and you talk. Right. And I just don't think it's fruitful. And I've had friends that have done it. And it just mm -hmm. makes it so messy. Right. So messy. Mm -hmm. And can I say, to your point about crying... I know you don't like yeah. crying in front of people. Yeah. But just your ability with your emotions, you would make a great actor. And selfishly, part of the reason I'm trying to be better about vulnerabilities because it's not great for acting when you just shut down when you hit a really strong emotion or the number of times I've done a scene where I would like practice in private yeah. and be so emotional and then mm -hmm. get in front of other people where like again like it's yeah. something about not wanting to show in front of other people mm -hmm. I would literally do the same scene where I had like hit all these emotional notes in practice and practice and rehearsal was great rehearsal by myself mm -hmm. and then I get to like the setting where I'm doing it where they're like class or I don't think I've ever actually done it on set where yeah. this happened I think it was class and I was like exploring super emotional mm -hmm. ones I would shut down and the emotionless oh voice came out. Could you imagine no. me on set? Like, like um, the director's like, could we try this again like a human? <laughs> no, I cannot. I cannot process that emotion. <laughs> That's hysterical. Oh. So how do you feel? Because yeah. I'd like to speak to myself as well. When your friend's going through a breakup, mm. what, as a Christian, yeah. how do you try to support them? Mm. I think, I think that, um, with anything like that, when you like lose a person, um, whether it's through a breakup or whatever, um, there is a sense of loss there. And so if there is heartbreak and they are sad, I think that it is okay to let people mourn and like support them in, in like expressing that sorrow, mm -hmm. but also making and like also giving them like the reminder of like you are strong you have you are you have a foundation in Christ and you have strength his strength is in you and forgiveness is there because sometimes I feel like in a breakup there could be resentment or you know like I've wasted the, that time or something you know with you and you broke up with me I thought it was something you know just there's a lot of stuff that could could be in that 
And I think letting them grieve, but also giving that reminder of like, you will heal from this. Right. And you will get past this. This is like, we just had a sermon on like the seasons and um, this is just a season in your life. And um, there, this is a trial, but you will learn from this. You will grow from this and mm. you will be um, a better partner to the person that you will end up with because of this. It's just, it's a learning experience. Right. You know, there's a lot in that, I think. I, I think also, those are all such good points, Laura. I think also there's the, I was thinking for myself what I would say, and I don't know if I'd actually say this to a friend at the time, because it's all about time mm. as well, but something I actually learned post this breakup is uncovering this lie in the back of my head mm-hmm. that... I need to just keep, like, treading water at this, like, if I'm, like, at a crazy pace, sometimes right. I overload myself, which I'm yeah. working on. Um, but all these things I want to do, and I just need to keep treading water until I'm with the person there. Mm. We can support each other, so it's not just me taking, right. where we can support each other and just get this healthy balance together. Mm. Almost like, as cliche as it sounds, like, waiting for that other person to, like, start your, like, life. Mm. And I don't believe that on a conscious level, Mm-mm. by any means. Yeah. But it was so good to uncover that lie where because I think for the first time I was like, oh, these these all these things are like yeah. lining up. Like, what if I have this person? And it kind of uncovered mm-hmm. that thought where I was like, oh, well, then I'll be able to like reach this balance because I'll have their support and I'll be supporting them. Right, right. And it was so good to recalibrate my thinking where I'm like, mm-hmm. obviously, that is not okay. Yeah. Because I don't feel like God is calling me to singleness. So I right. do believe singleness long term. So I do believe mm-hmm. He has someone out there for mm-hmm. me, and that's gonna be great. But right now, in this moment, until that changes, he's coming to singleness right yeah, now. Yeah. And so he's also calling me to thrive mm-hmm. in this and not just survive. Yes. You know what I mean? Oh, yes. 100%. Thriving, right. Thrive in the sense of living joyfully mm-hmm. and doing your best to have balance yeah. in your life and get your things in order with all the talents he's given mm-hmm. you or the support of your community yes. as well, but not relying on some figure to eventually do that. Yeah. And so it was just this amazing moment where, going back to what I would tell someone in a breakup, probably not right when it happened, <laughs> but maybe just encouraging them in that yeah. way rather yeah. than blatantly be like, make sure you're still making sure you're okay right. by yourself. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so kind of reinforcing that because mm-hmm. I think being in a relationship is really nice and very comfortable and very mm-hmm. safe mm-hmm. in a lot of ways. Yeah. But that can't be what you're basing your security oh, on. Oh, no. Yeah. And that's something um, our friend Alicia says that I really I loved but it's basically the same thing that she's she is not waiting to start her life but um the man that comes into her life is going to have to disrupt her life because she's gonna go right she has you know plans set in motion and I feel like that's how we should be while we are single is that we should be taking this time and all this time for what it's worth and right. filling it with um, endeavors career-wise and um, and your relationship with Christ and relationships with friends and um, and really maximizing the potential and all of that. But when that relationship comes along, it's going to just like intertwine mm. so well in that right and it's not going to be like a whoa you know like hold the brake stop what I've been doing throw everything out the window right. I have to just focus on you right now no it's going to be this perfect mixture it's just going to like you know and you're like yeah and keeping God at the center of that mm-hmm. actually that's something that John and I work through or his codename of my ex-boyfriend <laughs> 
um, that I thought was actually really good was mm-hmm. this idea of infatuation, mm-hmm. how it's not God honoring. So like, right. yes, it's great when like young love is passionate right. and all those things yeah. and keeping God at the center. Mm-hmm. But I think infatuation is making an idol out of the other person. Mm-hmm. And I yeah. spoke to it, I think a little bit before, but if that's the case, you can't focus on anything oftentimes with infatuation. Mm-hmm. So you can't live on purpose for God. Right. So that idea of your purposes are going to work mm-hmm. and align. Yeah. And I think that's a really good point because I think sometimes there's this idea that only one person can live out their purpose mm, and, right. or if that takes the shape of a career maybe and mm-hmm. the other person has to support it. But I'm right. like, no, I think you both can be living no, on I purpose so and supporting each other at the same yeah. time. Yeah. And I think that in a way, um, those purposes can intermingle and work together so mm-hmm. well. Um, or they could be opposite, but I feel like there are certain, um, I feel like, what we've talked about before it's just like god has a plan and i think that those things will all work out for his greater good if you're seeking him and everything so his purpose and your purpose um whoever he may be i think will somehow align there's going to be like some parallel you know right that it will work um and i don't know yeah i love it i mean Breakups are hard no matter what because it's just kind of like realigning your life yeah. to a different yeah. setup. I mean, even your time, like you've built in time for mm-hmm. this person. Yeah. And even if you're very convicted it wasn't the person for you, you're transitioning mm-hmm. to not having that yeah. other person, that role in your life. Yeah. I mean, but as speaking as a woman who has been single her entire life, not to brag, <laughs> I mean... I'm just, I'm so, I've been blessed. Um, (laughs) No, um, honestly, like, being single is not so bad. It's not what I want for the rest of my life. Right. But I have grown. So much. I've had so many opportunities to get to know myself um, and who I am and who God has meant for me to be and to become. Mm. And um, through him. And it has been such an eye-opening moment, and I feel like I know myself so well. Um, and I feel like because of that, I can also understand others a little bit better right. as well. And because I've, I've had that time to go to those inner deepest, most darkest areas and shine lights in places that are very uncomfortable um, and really take time to work through a lot of hard things. And I really do believe that God has had me single this long for a reason. Like last year I was working through addressing a trauma that happened to me when I was five. And it was like, if I had been in a relationship at that time, that would have been just an awful experience for me and for the other person I would have been with. Mm. And there's there is a reason why I've, I've been um, able to and had this blessing of um working through so much and getting to know Christ on on a deeper level and myself on a deeper level. And so I just I I know personally I know it's hard and it's not fun and you like if you are single and you've been single for a while or if you are now finding yourself in a season of singleness um and you don't want to be there like that's understandable. It's not easy. It's scary to just be with yourself. Right. It's um, it's a lo- it can be a lonely place, but when you invite God into that place, and you start cleaning out those cobwebs, 
it's very freeing and you it's you can see a little bit clearer understand yourself a little bit better understand other people a little bit better and um I don't know I, I would just I would suggest take that time take that time and it's very sweet and very precious and once you are married you don't have that anymore oh a hundred percent and I I'm very open to whatever God has for me in this mm -hmm. next season because yeah. I definitely don't want to just jump into something because I miss being in a relationship right hundred percent yeah I too have felt like God has grown me so much in my singleness right. and I think in any stage honestly because I learned so much from dating this last person and I learned so much with the breakup mm -hmm. as well and what yeah. that looked like because I think what was great about this was it was me just getting to authentically be myself yeah and for a while that worked when we were still working mm -hmm. and then when it didn't I was able to separate from the first time what I wanted from how he felt about me because I mm -hmm. think that's a really easy trap this is all about me telling you guys like what <laughs> I'm really bad at <laughs> God's giving me some good things too, but let me just tell you all of my weak spots. Yeah. Um, which I think is great because then anyone mm -hmm. that can identify, reach out. We can chat about it. I definitely think God's been growing me in these areas though. And one of them is, I think women especially, I was reading like a nonfiction mm -hmm. Christian book about it, which comes every once in a blue moon. Um, but give me a fiction book. I'll stay up for five hours and finish it. But it was really great. And it was captivated by the eldridges mm, yeah but it was saying how women just inherently like want to be wanted mm -hmm. and i think in the past it was hard for me to figure out what i wanted out of a relationship or out of a dating situation because mm -hmm. i was so focused on what they wanted and if they yeah. wanted me mm -hmm. and so it was the first time i was able to separate how he felt about it from like do i want this mm -hmm. and then came to my own realization and that yeah. was a really powerful thing so i think that idea of just like learning through whatever your season is yeah and finding joy in it mm -hmm. there's joy in breakups oh yeah and joy in singleness like you're mm -hmm. saying you're never gonna have this time again yeah we talked about it with madeline and alicia mm -hmm. and where you get to watch whatever you want to watch right. when you yeah. know for most of the time because yeah. i feel like maybe He's out one night and you get to watch something, but a lot of the times right. you're watching TV together and you have, yeah. to, you have to pick together. Boo. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, the other part of that would be that whole idea of you do get to sit and grow mm -hmm. without distraction yeah. for yourself. Yep. I think so often as a three, mm -hmm. I get so busy and it's like when I settle down, I'm like, yeah. what have I been running from? You know what I mean? Right. And same thing with dating. I think you mm -hmm. can apply it if you feel like you're running after something so yeah. hard. It's like... Is there something you need to stop and see what God right. has for you? And for me, mm -hmm. that was like the first part of quarantine. I didn't date at all. Right. And it was this rich, beautiful time. So mm -hmm. if that's what God has for me in the next yeah. season, amazing. Right. But also like very much open to having something as well because I feel mm -hmm. like I'm in a healthy spot. So right. it's a good place to that's be in. That's good. No, I love that. It's so good. Yeah. I think that um, in any season that you're in, it's... No matter if it's a joyful season or a season of sadness um, or heartbreak, um, if we're pertaining to dating, but just to really um, live in that season, right? Like take it in, because if you if you don't know sorrow, how can you fully appreciate those mountaintop moments? You know, and learn from that and grow from that and. They're all, all the, all the seasons have a purpose. Right. Amen. And I think every single one in some way you're 
you have the opportunity to fully turn to God and fully rely on God. So whether mm-hmm. you're single and, you know, I truly believe, like we've been saying, there's so many amazing aspects of it. But if on the flip side you're feeling lonely or something, mm-hmm. the sad aspect of it, it allows you to rely on God to fill yeah. that void and not try to fill it with someone. Mm-hmm. If you're in a relationship, um, it can be great and amazing mm-hmm. and secure, like we've said, or it can be trapped to make an idol out of the person you're yeah. with. Mm-hmm. And so whatever season you're walking through, I think my challenge to you, dear listeners, <laughs> would be to find the way to lean fully on God mm-hmm. within it. Yeah. And then I think everything else follows. Yeah. And sometimes you just need to put on a sad song yeah. or an empowerment song and dance around the room and cry. Yeah. And sometimes you just need that. That's okay, too. I've done that. But heaven forbid, if you're talking to someone, don't let it out. <laughs> bury it deep you know, inside. Yeah, shove it down. Because <laughs> it, it locks deep and it'll never come to the surface, except <laughs> when it does and it's a volcano erupting and it's an absolute mess. <laughs> so funny. I once, okay, I will say, I once cried on the LA subway. Oh. And I feel like the times I actually usually cry in public is when I'm angry, mm, which is not good nope, either. Yep. Mm-hmm. But that's probably the only time I'll cry in public because it's like me holding it in, but yep. it's trying to burst out like you're saying. Yep. Anyways, I was with my friend and his brother wasn't actually trying to be mean, but in the moment I felt like he had disrespected me, like to my yeah. face called me stupid. Mm-hmm. And I didn't say anything back because I didn't know the situation. Like if I could. I don't right, know. I didn't think right, that. Right, right. Then I felt like I shouldn't because he was like my friend's brother. Right. But then we were walking and I was telling him like, to my friend gently because my friend didn't do anything, but I was mm-hmm. telling him why I was so angry yeah. and like had tried like to say anything and I was feeling very like, Aww. like dignified and like I hadn't, I've been so strong <laughs> I couldn't hold it. I just started crying and I was that girl yeah. on the subway crying in Aww. Hollywood, Hollywood oh. Station. Can I, oh man. <laughs> it's like from a movie. It's crying on the train. Oh. There was this one time that I was, I got really mad and at a roommate and I went on a walk because I was like, I'm going to walk it off, you know, distance, walking it off. And I was walking, it was at nighttime as well. So I was like walking at night, you know, and I was kind of, I was like angrily crying, you know, how you like, you're thinking through things and you're just like, tears tears are just rolling down your cheeks. And it wasn't like I was like walking down the street, like going, (laughs) you know, like it wasn't like a huge spectacle, but I'm like, just like walking. I'm trying to walk confidently and like, you know, be strong, but like tears are flowing out of my eyeballs. And then it started raining in Los Angeles. (laughs) And I got so mad because I'm like, I was so far away. I had walked so far up, like towards the mountains and Burbank. What about your phone? Um, didn't have it. Okay. I was just like so mad. Well, that that, I, that's what I was worried about oh, when it rains hard. No. Um, and it just started pouring rain and I had to turn around and I got so mad because now I was the girl walking and crying <laughs> in the rain. And I was like, no, I don't want to be this girl. I'm not for this. <laughs> and then I just got more mad because I felt so pathetic. And then I had to walk back into my apartment soaked to the bone and I had left like angrily crying. And I was just like, man, could it be more of like a teen drama movie right now? You definitely were in some like, sort of movie. Jeez. I was just like so mad at the whole situation. I was like, I don't want to be that girl. And then I was that girl. And it was just straight out of oh, the film. What a wreck, man. 
So listeners, uh, we'd love to hear from you. Tell us your best crying moment. <laughs> yeah. Or breakup stories. Mm. I think there's some good breakup stories out there. I think there are, yeah. Tell us some some juicy... Spill that tea on that. Spill that tea, youngsters. That, <laughs> that breakup. Ah. Tell us how God's been working on you in either yes. your singleness or your relationship. We love to hear. Yeah, that's the tea we want spilt. Brights. Yeah, that uplifting tea. Um, thank you guys so much for tuning in and listening. Oh, and I want to give a little shout out to my cousin, Melissa, who just today contacted me and was like, I heard you have a podcast. And I think she heard from my other cousin, Lauren. So thank you guys for listening. And I love you. Melissa and Lauren, we love you. (laughs) So yay. (laughs) Anyway. Love you guys. Thanks for listening. We love all of you. All of you. Oh, yes. That's it. All of you that are listening. We love you all. So much. Yep. Bye. Bye.